millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to They Talk A Good Game, the best rugby league podcast that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I'm Lockie. I'm joined as ever by Harvey. Hello. Welcome all. And today we are reviewing the season uh, of the Canberra Raiders. Mm, yeah, a season that had so much promise to begin with, yeah, that faded away with a number of sort of incidents. That they were indeed the faders this year, the Canberra they faders. Were, they, they were, they were. They were. Um, we're not going to say whether or not that had anything to do with the guests that we may or may not have had on the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> his influence cannot be forgotten. Yes, um, yes. What did you think of the Raiders this year? Um well, I, you know, everyone pretty much, I think most people had them, everyone had them in their top eight and some, most yeah. people had them in their top four. They, mm, they were, seemed to be nailed for top eight. You know, after making the grand final in 2019 and then 2020, I think they had a few injuries and it looked like this year they had the squad, like the perfect squad coming together, ready to ready to go all the way, ready to be there. Uh, they were my premiership tip at the start mm. of the season. We both, yeah. Yeah. I had them in my grand final. I had I, I saw I saw great things for the Raiders this year. Did they at any point look like they could reach those heights? Do you think early on in the season they started well but not extraordinary? Not really. Yeah, I think the whole time it was just a bit flat from them. And then I guess, and then yeah, early on it was just a bit flat, and we thought maybe they'll kick into gear. And then yeah, with time. Yeah, and then the sort of off-field stuff happened with. Tarpany and Ricky and then George Williams and and once again it was all pointed back towards the coach. It's kind of the first time in Ricky Stewart's um, Raiders tenure that he's had mm. that much kind of off-field press and that much sort of drama. It's all been, you know, before then it's all been very much positive in terms of Ricky yeah, back home, sure. back in Canberra, where he belongs and yeah, it feels was, like it's yeah. been a, a steady ship for a number of years under Ricky down in Canberra. Yeah. Um, but this year it just seemed to, I don't know, fall apart. I yeah. think George Williams leaving, not just the fact that he was their halfback that left mid-season, but the way that it left and the way that it was handled. I mean, that's mm. not solely down to Ricky either. That's the entire back room at Canberra and the Raiders. Um, yeah, but that then you know that bled into the other issues. I think Hodgson stepping down from leadership responsibilities as well um, was a big one, and obviously his and maybe Ricky's relationship has taken a turn for the worst, and it looks like he's on the move. Which you know, even if you've got a player like Josh Hodgson in your side, you want him playing his best footy eighty minutes every week, surely. Mm. Um, and yeah. Tom Starling, while he's a very good, promising young player. He's not a Josh, Josh Hodgson yet. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple of difficult decisions made all round. Absolutely. They had some shining lights sort of in their youth coming through this year in terms of Xavier Savage and uh, Seb Chris um, mm-hmm. coming in, filling in for you know players like 
Curtis Scott, who spent a lot of time out of the team. Um, Even Jared Croker spent a fair bit of time out. Chance had a long injury. So they were hugely disrupted, especially in their back line. Uh, Not just their halves, but in pretty pretty key positions. Well, should we get into some fan questions? We should. We should. Um, First, I'm going to deliver the Tony Razzo uh, ladder review. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) We need to see Uh, how they track throughout the year. (laughs) Um, After five rounds, they were equal seventh. So still in Mm -hmm. that top eight fight. After 15 rounds, they were equal ninth, so they just dropped out, and we we're starting to think, gee, maybe you know, at that point we we're going, maybe they might miss the eight because that was like, you know, that was unheard of before. Yeah. And then by the end, they finished tenth. So, yeah, they it was um, once again consistent sort of fall. It was slow. It wasn't the plummet that we saw uh, from no, a team like they the Dragons. Competitive, yeah, which I think is a credit to the depth of their squad. With you know the players that they had missing at points, they were still able. Yeah, to be competitive with a number of sides. Yeah. Um, I think he, we got to touch on Jack White, and, and he was there pretty much their mainstay in terms of key players in key positions throughout the year. And mm. he just didn't didn't live up to his no. Dally M yeah. medalist standards. Yes, all um, year we had to keep reminding ourselves that he that he is the reigning Dally M medalist because yeah, uh, and I mean he was, he even was in consideration for that origin jersey as well but even yeah. by that point it was pretty clear that he wasn't uh, close to recapturing that form obviously with Luai and Cleary playing extremely well together yeah to and then consider. when he did and then when he did get the shot at it with Mitch Moses he was um still pretty flat there too mm, so yeah let's jump into the fan questions let's Just this is it. what it's all about let's get our opinions out there let's hear what the fans want to know um, sub.human underscore scum asks, could CNK, as in Chance Nickel Clockstad, play mm-hmm. well in the halves? Interesting take. Um, Interesting. I don't know if it's something that uh, has been thought about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that would require a switch between White and, and, and Chance, go White and go back to his original position. Yeah, White. you definitely wouldn't play those two together in the halves. No, no. And Fogarty, I think, will take the seven jersey now. Yeah, um, for sure. Which I think is a big plus for the Raiders. I think that's a good, oh, huge. good sign. Yeah. I think um, it's great. Big loss for the Titans, actually. Um, yeah, they've clearly got a plan there, though. Clearly. Yeah. They wouldn't let him leave otherwise. No, no. but isn't... Yeah, anyway. He was club captain at the Titans there, so it's a good mm-hmm. bit of leadership coming in. I, I actually don't think it's a horrible idea because I think suddenly you put White and back at one, it gives him a bit more space and he gets a bit more, he goes back to his roots and then you get Chance as this sort of, you know, a bit of an exciting exciting player coming into the six and then let Fogarty take care of your halfback work and then I don't, I don't think it would be such a horrible yeah, idea. Yeah, I'm probably leaning the other way. I think leave him as is. Mm. I think you're definitely not going to play them together. Whiten has shown that he can be the best or one of the best players in the game when playing out of that six jersey. And Chance, I just, I just view him as a fullback. I think he, the way he defends, his work rate, the way he carries the ball back um, from those deep kick returns, he sort of, yeah, he's a fullback to me. But yeah. he could do a job in the six if paired with the right seven, that's yeah. for sure. Cool. All right. Well, next question from Matt underscore Acaster. Hodgson or Starling? I guess let's pretend they both stay at the club next year. Um, who 
who would be your starting nine? Who would be your, your prime hooker? Well, I'd have Hodgson there, 100%, mm. and I'd have him playing 80 minutes, giving Starling 20, 30 minutes in at hooker and moving Hodgson to lock for that time. Yeah, cool. I think Hodgson is that good that he needs to be out there for 80 minutes. I think so too. I think, yeah, I think Starling is a really good influence off the bench. Like, he definitely provides some spark off the bench, but keep, like, if they do hold on to Hodgson, keep him keep him starting that nine jersey and like you said he's he can shift around a lock he's just a, a big leader out there for them and yeah keep for him sure. out there for as long as possible um daniel underscore vroom underscore vroom 18 uh mm-hmm. says thoughts on jamal fogarty joining the raiders well we kind of we kind of already said that we're i think we're pretty well, i'm pretty uh happy with that for the raiders from their perspective mm-hmm. i think he's a solid halfback yeah, I think that's it. He's solid, he's consistent, he answers a lot of their sort of question marks in terms of having a game manager. He's got that leadership, which they might be missing if a couple of their key players do move on this summer. Mm. Um, as you said, he was club captain at the Titans. And yeah. I'll, yeah. Actually, I'll actually partner that question with another question from uh, George underscore Tate, which says, will Jamal Fogarty end up better than George Williams to put them in the top eight? So Fogarty mm. versus Williams, who's better for the Raiders? I was a pretty big fan of Williams you were. when he was, when he was playing. Were. He was actually my tip for halfback yeah, of the year. He was, yeah. So I'm going to stick backing him mm. as yeah. the better halfback. I think but from, Fogarty's not that far behind. Yeah, I, I think, think I've just got a good yeah opinion of Williams. I think just from like a playing perspective and from a... Um, talent perspective really uh, just like raw talent I think Williams uh, is superior but yeah. in terms of what the Raiders need right now they need someone I guess you know he seemed, Fogarty seems very level headed he doesn't seem like him and Ricky are going to have many disagreements um, and he's no. just, he seems like someone who's going to come in and do what the coach asks of him which yeah, exactly seems like what, a learner. Exactly what the know. Raiders need. Yeah, I don't think he's coming in with ego or anything anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what have we got? The Dolphins NRL says, top eight, question mark? Yes. I, I think they're, yeah, I think they're a big chance yeah. for it because I think they do have the talent there. So Yeah, I think, yeah, that's it. Their squad's just too good. They've got a coach who knows better than what he performed at this year. And a lot of the reasons for their um, yeah, disappointing results this year were to do with off-field situations. Yeah, so, yeah, I think they've got the talent year. to do it. If they if they miss it again, that'll be real disappointing because they, you know, I still think their premiership window is open. You know, I still think that that's not out of the question um, for them. If they can keep all their think- players fit. Depends on Josh Hodgson if he stays or goes, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a make or break as to whether their window is open or not. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, uh, what a segue because dildo underscore baggins 14. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. Wonderful username once again getting on the podcast. <laughs> If Josh Hodgson does go to the Tigers, or any club for that matter, what impact will this have on Canberra? So obviously Starling becomes the, uh, your, your chief number nine at that point. Yeah, I think so. I think it gives them... I think if you play... Uh, lose Hodgson, right, who was playing mm. some minutes at ball playing lock, that brings in the opportunity for someone like Tarpane or Emery Gula or um, Sutton to come in and be another big body in the middle, yep. which is sort of the way that we saw the game being played five years ago as opposed to now with that very mobile forward pack seeming to be preferred by most clubs and coaches. Mm. So maybe that that's a different angle that they then look to you know exploit the size down the middle. Um, but other than that, I mean... They lose some leadership, but they answer that with Fogarty and with Croker playing more. Mm. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I th- yeah, I think. Oh, I mean, the the pro is that is that you know there's there's kind of clarity about the fact that Starling is the man. Um, sure. Which you know, either way, even if Hodgson does stay, they may. The fact that he's even they're even sort of allowing him to look around means mm-hmm. that they kind of do have their kind of twenty twenty two sort of hopes on Starling and making him someone. Yeah, for sure. I think I think they're pretty resigned to losing Hodgson. Yeah, summer. so I think you know it, that's the pros that that there's no doubt and there's no the Hodgson's not sort of sitting there. I guess on this on the bench and it's I don't know. I guess it lets Starling just focus on doing the job rather than thinking about the fact that he's taken the place of a much more experienced yeah, player. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and obviously, yeah, the con is that loss of experience. But I think ultimately, I still think I still think that I don't think it'll hurt them um, to a huge, massive, detrimental extent. What, losing Hodgson? Losing Hodgson, no. I, I just think it does because I think Starling... Mm could become as good as Hodgson. He could. Mm. But he's not as good as Hodgson now. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you why wouldn't you keep the the better hooker? It's not like another position like center or second row or something where there's more you know it's a bit more relaxed in terms of you're not scrutinized so much. You don't have so many touches on the ball. You're not expected to do so much throughout the game. Mm. Such an important position. There must be some personal issues um, un- underneath he this prob- whole contract I mean, situation. Yeah, the interesting, side, interesting thing about the way George Williams left the club is that a lot of the English players still there seem to be quite have a quite close uh, relationship with Williams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's probably a bit of fallout still from that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, anyway. Time will tell. Time will tell. Vita.j asks, 
how good will the backline be in 2022? The Raiders backline. Um, it's going to feature quite good. Quite good. <laughs> um, I think it'll. Yeah, it's got it's got some. You know, you got Croker and Rapana there who are just experienced. Rapana's playing almost as good as ever in his career. And yeah. then and then you've got Seb the Chris as the backup. Then you got the young guns. You got Seb Chris. You got Xavier Savage, who, uh, as we mentioned before, really impressed um, in mm-hmm. their debut seasons this year. So, I'm I, I like the look of the Raiders backline. I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, I, I think Croker needs to spend more time out there this year, um, especially if they lose Hodgson. I know we've, we're banging on about it, but the experience that they lose mm. um, is a big deal. Jordan Rapana, we've shown, we've shown, we've seen this year that he can play a number of different we've positions. Shown. We've shown, yeah, he's shown, we've yeah. seen um, <laughs> his, his ability, and they've still got Bailey Simonson there as well. Harley Smith Shields coming through, um, mm. so I think they've got depth, and I, yeah, I think they're solid. You don't need to have all your X factor out there, but they do. Yeah, um, yeah. Cool. Um, Jack.help asks, and this is probably the last question that we'll be able to ask. There's one more question, which I'll read out after this, but I don't think we're in a position to be able to answer it really. (laughs) Um, But anyway, I'll focus on this one for now. Jack.help asks, is it between the Raiders, Tigers and Cowboys for the wooden spoon purely based on recruitment? Um, I would say no way Jose to that question. Yeah, yeah. I don't think 100%. Raiders... I'd be surprised if Raiders were in the wooden spoon battle. I mean, the talent they've got there, their coach, you know, we, yeah. we love Ricky. We love Ricky. We think he's a great coach. I'd be so surprised to see. They'd have to have mass, mass amount of injuries. They'd have to well, be some new yeah. drama, some new thing where Ricky exactly. loses his job mid-season or something. I don't On know. On the basis of them not being wooden spooners this year when everything went against them pretty much. Mm. Like, I don't think there are any chance of being the wooden spooner the next year. Yeah, They'd exactly. have to experience have something to... worse. Exactly. I think so, it's too. so unlikely. Exactly. Um, I think this year was just about as bad as it could have gone for them and yeah. they came 10th. You know what I mean? They still almost made the top eight. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Nah. I agree. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, and this is the last question, but I don't think we're in a position to be able to read it out for, uh, to be able to, to be able to answer it from blessed Jadavani 17. Is it true about the Williams saga and how it went down? How the fuck do we know? Like, <laughs> yeah, well answered. We, you know, we know, we know as much as we know, whatever was reported and you know, some, you know, you never know with bloody sport, sport journalists, they can make stuff up. They can bloody, yeah. So I, yeah, they, they, yeah. <laughs> they always make a story out of everything. It's two sides, um, and we won't know. Obviously, yeah, there, there there was something that went down. They lost a halfback, and he went back to England. Mm. And the club is, you know, probably sorry for the fallout that it's had. Yeah. But what actually went on? The honest truth. Yeah. You'll have to ask George. You'll or have Ricky. to ask George for their side of the story. So you know, everyone's got a side. <laughs> All right, well, that brings us to the end of the fan questions, Harvey. So mm-hmm. I think it's time for your little nucleus reveal. Yeah, it's very exciting. The this players. Is, yeah, yeah group of players who have signed for three years or more. So three years looking from 2022 to 2024. Um, and the Raiders, they've got a fair few tied down long term. So they've got Seb Chris, okay. Trey Mooney, 
Josh Papali'i, who actually has a mutual option for an additional year. Um, okay. They've also got Matthew Tomoko, Jared Croker, Semi Valame, wow. Elliot Whitehead, Jack Whiten, wow. Hudson Young, and oh. Jamal Fogarty. Wow, that is signed up a... for the next three years. That's a long. I list. should mention that Whiten and Croker are also with player options for that final year. But oh, right. in terms of the the core of their side being Papali, yes, Croker, yes, Whitehead, yes. Whiten, yes. Fogarty, moving forward as their halfback, yes. Hudson Young, who mm. we haven't spoken about much this sort of podcast, but he's had an exceptional year. He has, yeah. Really broke out for them. Um, and a number of young guys in Valame, Tomoko, and Mooney as well, with Seb Chris also. Like, this is just a very well thought out, balanced yeah. nucleus, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving that. I think that's brilliant. You know, it's a long list, and sometimes when I've heard long lists, I've gone, "Oh, they don't really have a lot, a lot of uh, wiggle room to to sort of work." They, like a lot of their cap must be taken up by these players, mm-hmm. but they've got all the right pieces of the puzzle kind of locked in. Um, you know, obviously their captain, their most experienced player, uh, Fogarty's come in as a halfback. They've clearly got not just a short term plan for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the young guns, like I'm glad to see Seb Chris on that list. I'm glad to see um, even, you know, Semi Valame, who we didn't even mention talking about the outside backs. He's a young a young outside back who can work his way into that team too. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They've just locked up the key positions in those two half spots. Mm. They've got their key forwards. You know, Josh Papali is a yeah. bloke that would walk into every other side in the comp. Um, so seeing that he's tied down is, yeah, awesome for them. Yep. And this just shows that there's no chance at the wooden spoon next year. No, you know, I, yeah, this, I don't think This confirms so. it. I, I think, don't think yeah. their wooden spoon is for the next three years looking at this. Yeah, exactly. I think the biggest, actually the biggest indicator, like when we look at the nucleus and if we're impressed by it, that is a good indicator that the back office, the head office is doing their job right. You know what I mean? Like we can only yeah. speculate with the fan questions and footy chat in general with what we see on the field and how they're playing and all, you know, the very actual bottom level of the organization in terms of like the, the, what, what, what the audience, what we see. Um, But I think that's a good insight into the fact that they're making specific decisions. They know what direction they're heading in. They know who they need going forward. And that's only going to filter down to create a good culture at the club. And that's going to turn into good results this year and, and, you know, moving forward in, in coming years so i like it yeah 100 percent agree 100 yeah. wow i'm impressed by that i'm hopeful for the raiders that's gonna you know this chat is definitely influenced my latter prediction for them um mm-hmm. next year um and i think we should go to that now i think we should yeah let's chuck in some numbers i'm gonna i'm gonna put them i'm gonna put them fifth what about you fifth Wow. Yeah, I'm going to put them fifth. That's not even thinking about what other clubs are going to be up there. That's just me giving a number. I'm going to go five. I'm going to go seventh. Okay. I think they'll be comfortable top eight, but I'm I'm not sure they've got enough to make that top four or push for it. So, yeah, definitely top eight though. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think we should, you know, we should be seeing them in the top eight this year and I hope we do. Hope we do. Yeah. Well, looking forward to it. Absolutely looking forward to it. The Raiders, can they return to that former 
I guess, glory that, you know, that we thought we'd see from them this year. I, I think we will. Good luck to you, Canberra fans. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> should, we, should we take it out with a Viking clap? <laughs> okay. But, but remember, it's a podcast, so all we have to do is just a normal clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, until next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.